0: Okay, so um, let me just get these questions up. We should be... Oh, why is it not live Let's have a We should be live now. Yeah, there we go. So if you're coming on Facebook, give me a hello. If you're on replay, drop a replay. So let's get straight into these questions. I'll just check we are live and all good to go. Okay. it's rock and roll. So uh, first question today. If you're coming in, by the way, give me a hello. Um, so how long does it take to feel fitter? Weight loss is good, but I still find it hard to complete all the reps in a class. Now, that's a really good question. So firstly, great work that you're losing the weight. That's amazing. And that's that shouldn't be frowned upon. We know that that has significant impact on your results and your health, your well-being, risk of X, Y, Z, disease, you name it. Now, fitness can be measured in so many ways um, that it can be quite difficult to measure. Like, are we talking about cardio fitness here? Are we talking about strength fitness here? Are we talking about how easy it is to walk, um, to work, or a certain journey that you would quite often take? These are all questions. Now, if you're saying all reps in a class, does that mean like a circuit or is that reps doing a certain exercise because you can always look for measures of progress. And, and we do something and which is, in fact, this week is something that we call benchmark workout. And I'll be doing it um, live um, and in person uh, this week. Tomorrow, actually. Yeah. 6.30am tomorrow, which is convenient. Um, Halloween, requires benchmark so that'll be benchmark 6 30 a.m so in terms of this the 6 30 in the morning session what we do in benchmark there is so two minutes on the clock and as many push-ups as you can do in two minutes good form that is not that you know you should just rush them out and just not worry about form but it's a good measure plus it only takes two minutes then two minutes as many squats as you can do in two minutes This is going to work your muscular endurance um, system in on there. Then two minutes, hold a plank. See how many times you stop. Count how many times you stop. Then two minutes, ski sit against the wall. We know that the benefits of that in terms of blood pressure, etc. See see how many times you need to stop on there. There They're four good moves you can do at home and kind of measure your fitness level with that. Um, As well as like the strength side of things. But they also are... The reason I say that is they're very quantifiable, as in how do you progress with that? Well, did you do more push-ups? Did you do better push-ups? Did you do squats? Now you're holding a weight when you're doing the squats. You're doing because there's only there's physically only a certain amount of good squats you could do in two minutes. So then it might go good squats with a weight. And the reason I'm sharing this is it's quantifying in a way that isn't too time-consuming. Another way you can measure your fitness is by doing a certain walk. But reps in a in a class, then you get real specific. So you're like, okay, was this shoulder press? Was this deadlift? So something that we do a lot is say deadlifts or squats. It's quite an easy thing to measure in terms of is your weight going up? Are your reps going up on the lift? Are you finding it a bit easier? These are all things to consider. But you've got to also remember what you did before, right? And this is why benchmark is so good. The variables are very controlled, right? With a benchmark because with these four exercises. If you're just doing these four exercises, it's consistent. Whereas you might go, I did deadlifts last week and I find it really easy. This week's really hard. Okay, you just did pull-ups before. You just did TRX before. You just did some boxing before or X, Y, Z. The variables are a lot different. So that can be a a good way to measure um, your fitness. And I guarantee, even if you're finding it harder, you are fitter, one. Two, we're probably just making it a bit harder for you. Three, you're also making it a bit harder for you as well. Four, there might be some sessions and some exercises that you're stronger on than others. So it might feel like you're going backwards or feel like you're not getting fitter, but you've just done a different exercise. You've got to remember that fitness strength and muscular endurance, muscle strength, muscle hypertrophy, building muscle, all of these things, it's, there's like a pyramid. Okay, And at the bottom, the first part of the pyramid of getting strength gains, fitness gains is neuromuscular connection. Essentially, you will get a lot of gains from getting that muscle mind connection, and getting better at the move. Because when you get better at the move, you become more efficient, which means you're able to lift it better. More likely to complete the reps. Then after that comes in the endurance. So you do higher rep ranges and you get your practice in the moves and you're, you're getting fitter at doing it for longer. Then you might increase the weight. Like I said, with the benchmark, you add a weight in. You maybe can't do as many reps now but you're jumping into more hypertrophy, which will stimulate a muscle response and help with that toning look, if you like. Then you might want to push it a bit and do a bit of strength work as well. Maybe you keep the rep ranges quite low. You can't do that many reps, but you're increasing the weight now. And that's a progression through in terms of how you might measure fitness over time as well. There's so many variables I could go on all day, but let's make this simple. Start with a benchmark. Um, Cool. Hope that helps, Steffi, on there. So, um... Next question. So, um, next question on here. What to do if weight loss is slowing down? This was a really interesting one. And I actually had a conversation today. And it's really interesting because they, they noticed a lot of these um, parts of this. So they were like, yeah, I, I can really see. Actually, why it's slowing down when we look into it? What you know, were your step, are your steps the same as they were three months ago when you when you started? You know, look look at some of these things. Were were you getting to bed at ten before? Now you're in bed at half ten, and you're picking a bit of the leftovers a bit more. You're not sitting down when you eat. You're not planning your snacks like you did before. Maybe you're not writing down. Maybe you're skipping the weekends in terms of tracking, being aware of it. I would go with that first. Firstly, ask that question, are you being as consistent as you were? And that right there is sometimes something to really get that. Um, Lindsay, on that map, as I lose weight, should I reevaluate my calorie allowance? It depends on your um, results and whether you're happy with them. So if you're losing weight and you're happy with the progress, Just keep it going. If you've got a weight target, for whatever reason, you're like, you hit that target and you're quite happy with where you are, then you might want to shift up to maintenance for a period of time, if you want that. And you might go, you might increase the calorie towards more maintenance and see how far you can get your calories up for when now your weight stays the same. And you might go, you know, I'll stay the same. I might push my exercise a little bit at the moment so if you want to lose more want to lose another two to three stone, i'd keep it going until you hit a plateau um especially if you're finding it okay like you know challenging don't get me wrong because there's always going to be problems right there's always going to be challenges the challenge is either planning your meals so you can fit within your calories making sure you're you've got some snacks planned at 4 p.m 6 p.m. wherever when you're finishing work and you're starving, that's a challenge, that's a problem. But the alternative is also a problem: not planning that snack, then feeling frustrated that you're overeating, frustrated that you're comfort eating, frustrated you're not seeing results, frustrated that you can't get the results you want, and you're back to square one. There's always a problem, right? So, yeah, tangent, but um, hope that makes sense. Um, yeah, so that's that's where I'd start if weight loss is slowing down. Um, and I'll also then go back to, okay, where's your protein at with that? Where's your total calories at with that? Um, any tips for hunger? Hey, Sandra, how are we doing? Hope you are feeling good. Um, any tips for hunger? Yes, go back to it. Are you getting enough protein in? Are you getting protein at every meal? Are you sat down when you're eating? This makes a massive difference. Are you aware of how much we're eating? Um, also, it depends on when. But, you know, consider some of the most... Satiating food. And if you're not tracking calories, which I know a lot of people don't, so that's that's fine. Um, if you consider that there was a study that done a long time ago called the Satiety Index. Now, the foods that scored the highest, obviously, a lot of high-protein foods, lean meats, you know, etc., tofu, eggs, stuff like that. But also, one that was the highest was actually a good old baked potato, believe it or not. And the thing about baked potatoes is, it's often what you have with it, which is often the issue, but bear in mind they looked at single foods when they did this study. So the baked potato was the most uh, satiating, if you like. So the reason I'm sharing this is, when you're not really aware of calories, a lot of people would probably need more, say pasta or rice, than they would a jacket potato. To feel satisfied, yet the calories in the jacket potato will probably be actually be less than to feel sat- satisfied than how much you would need from say pasta or rice, etc. And given that it's got quite a good filling um, score, if you like satiety score, if you if you can mix out and have a good meal, like I'll be honest, we had jacket potato today actually at lunchtime with the kids' teach training day. Um, we did leftover roast chicken with. Um, some light mayo, sweet corn, a bit of Greek yogurt in the mayo as well to make it real creamy and a bit higher in protein. And that was super filling when I think back now. Um, and and they're, they're just really easy meat. What I like about that is it's so simple and easy, right? So that's definitely something that I would recommend um, on that in terms of hunger, especially, and the reason I'm pointing at chat potatoes is they're really quick and easy. So if time's an issue, like at lunchtime, You can make a jacket potato, even if you're at work and you've got a microwave, right? You can make some tuna pasta or whatever Um, at home, tuna jacket, sorry, at home, you can have it for dinner on days where you're really short on time, like they're they're real simple ones in there. But aside from that as well, are you getting enough water in? Can you have a glass of water of every meal to increase that fluid intake as well? That's going to help with hunger um, as well. Next one, any tips for the way home from work, uh, hunger before dinner? So that's similar as well, but what I would say is going back to those problem that problem question I said, yes, 100%, number one, make sure you plan something in for, maybe have some in the car on the way home, like an apple or something like I, I spoke today actually about how yesterday we, my, you know, my aim was just to have two meals, a big roast dinner in the evening, which wasn't really a roast dinner as it's weirdly warm. Didn't really feel like a roast dinner. Uh, but we had, still had chicken, halloumi. It was more of a summery meal, actually. Um, and then morning, we had more of a like a fry-up. And but I was starving because we went out swimming, stuff like that, free dog, um, which is great, by the way. And we had some fruit in the car, but the difference that like a couple of apples made. So, yeah, granted, that's 200 calories, two apples. But when I was then making dinner, I was picking so much less than I would have. Which is obviously um, I can put away a lot of calories making dinner and clearing dinner away, right? Um, so definitely have something like high protein or fruit or something like that that you can have on the way home. Or like so you're not just going into the kitchen like starving or whatever there. Grab, grab, grab. I definitely think that would be helpful. Um, last question on here: should I have rest days between my sessions. Now, this is a good question. We could debate all day about rest days and what's best. Just know that number one, a lot of this research actually comes from elite athletes who train incredibly. And even then they're training like super intensely, like pushing the boundaries, sometimes twice a day for two hours a slot. You know, I remember when I was at Loughborough University, some of them, including me actually, was training just like four hours a day and it's just ridiculous really you realize how much time you had at university anyway um and and yeah like you're gonna need some rest right but i would say yeah for me now actually training daily keeps me on track even if it's a lot shorter even if it's 10 minutes even if it's getting a short workout in. that that keeps me on track now going back to the question this this came from okay if i've got uh, 15, if I've got three days a week training, but I can do ideally I want to be doing, should I be doing Monday, Wednesday and Friday but they can't make those three days, so they're doing Thursday Friday, then Sunday you know, is that okay or should I be resting a bit more than two days in a row and the short answer is if you were to clone yourself now, and then one of you did Monday, Wednesday, Friday, the other one did Thursday, Friday, Saturday, three days in a row. I would put my bets on, you would not be able to see the difference in results. I would pretty much guarantee that. Yeah, sure, you might have days where if you have the break, like your muscles aren't as achy at the session. Would that make any significant difference? You can visibly see or anything do differently? I would say no. Um, so that pretty much sums it up for me so um, that is uh, all the questions I've had tonight any other questions at all while I sip my hot cocoa with cinnamon any other questions that we want to go through I'll give it 30 seconds, if you watched on replay as well, do let me know. Um, Thursday, we are talking about uh, food additives, sweeteners, all of that stuff. Um, Great, all good, Lindsay, and keep it going. Awesome with the results. Um, Sandra, get your vitamin C, get your zinc in, keep your protein up, lots of veggies, fruits, Um, and we shall go from there. So any questions, let me know. If you've watched on replay, let me know. And I will see you soon. Take care. Have a good evening. See you later. Bye. Bye.